10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Uh, I be the same dude. Used to wake up playing GameCube. Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose. Can't choose what game system to use. Like saying who better can or read you. You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too. We can watch anime all day and skip school. Young legend, rap taking to a new level. New medals for young kings who don't settle. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six ball. Like snapping my fucking fingers and blowing up a planet or two. Before Thanos Rick goes on his normal rant like he normally does, because he's pissed <laughs> off. He is an enforcer. He's always pissed off, Jack. <laughs> you might have read the caption. Earth's Mac, the mad scientist, <laughs> went to bed at 4 a.m. last night. I'm going to tell you right now, Mean Gene. He said blood. I said tears. I paid the price. Nine hours, eight minutes, 
44 seconds on Twitch last night playing one of the hardest games on Super Nintendo of all time. Super Empire Strikes Back. But you know what, Mean Gene? I still came out the greatest of all time. <laughs> you want to know what else being on screen? You want to know Mean Gene? Because you're talking to the Rolex wearer. <laughs> Diamond ring wearer. Kiss dealing. Woo! Wheeling dealing. Limousine ride. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time pulling these alligators down. But you know what? Queen holds me down. And I tell you what, Mean Gene, she loves Space Mountain Jack. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Oh, what's shit. Going, what's, <laughs> oh, what's shit. going on here, everybody? This is Earth's man. Oh, shit. What's going on, oh, everybody? This is, <laughs> this is her spat, the mad scientist. Methanos Rick, man. And no lie, yes, I have Twitch stream for nine hours, eight minutes, and 22 seconds. I'm going to tell you right now, bro, it was pure hell. It was agony, dude, agony. But as promised, I finished that game. I finished the game that I didn't beat as a kid. I'm gonna tell you right now on YouTube, if you look up the hardest games on SNES, I guarantee you, the Super Star Wars trilogy is on that list. And if you dive deeper, Empire Strikes Back is the hardest one out of the entire trilogy. And I'm talking about some dumb shit. No dumb way. shit. Okay. But if you missed the stream last night, just go ahead and skim across it. Go to twitch.tv forward slash Orange Phoenix TV. And just check it out, man. You will see the number. You will see the number. Nine hours, eight minutes, 22 seconds. Had people come in and say, hey, good morning. Everything else, like, man, we, you got this. Yes, yes, I refuse to go to bed until we conquered that game. And we did. And we did. And we did. Paid the price. Blood, sweat, and tears, man. Blood, sweat, and tears. I'm telling you, man, I damn near cried. Paid the cost to be the boss. <laughs> Paid the cost. You Paid the cost to be the like James Brown. Paid the cost to be the boss. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Thanos Rick, why, why are you living today? Why are you pissed off today? E, you called me last night, right? And I did. We talked for you know about some business. Of course. Now. After that conversation, after that phone call, what was I texting you about after, after that? Uh, DC Titans. Do you remember what I said specifically? Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, well, not really a spoiler. Um, you know, they quote unquote killed Jason Todd, which that's everybody knows Jason, Jason Todd's getting beat to death. So right. that's kind of like, it just reenacted it. Right, right. And my response was, damn, they didn't waste any time. But I mean, the previews was alluding to that anyway. Right. And you're like, yep, they didn't waste no time. And then an hour later, you send me another text. And what was that text, Broham? If you this don't mind sharing with the class. This shit is fucking terrible. Okay. Huh? No, let, me, let me get the, let me, hold on, let me get the actual, 
wording right. You said, and I'll quote, yes, this show is fucking terrible. You, you said that, and then you text me this morning, I'm pissed off. E, turn down the music for a second. Oh, we gonna cut the beat. Okay. Yeah. E, how long has Orange Phoenix Podcast been up and running? Just since, since 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many shows do you think we've done over the course of that time, of this time frame? <clears throat> mm. Just, just guesstimate. Uh, I will say over 318. 318. Okay. Okay. And for the listeners who might be new, who haven't been there since those beginning medieval times, the dark ages. The dark ages, yeah. Can you explain to the people what we have been talking about since that initial run? Uh, all things geekdom and sci-fi and games. And, you know, just, just everything encompasses. And, and wrestling. And wrestling, yeah. DC and Marvel specifically. Now, to all the listeners, listen. We ain't experts. We know what we know. Because we read and we watch the movies and we've seen the cartoons and, you know, we're fans, right. geek nerds, whatever. I don't give a shit what you call us, but we do like the shit that we're talking about. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, all day, all day. Now, do we always get it right? No, but these are our opinions and we feel strongly about our opinions. Sometimes we're wrong, sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're indifferent, but mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day, you know, we talk and we discuss and we are appreciative that you guys are here to listen to us, to our rants, to our, you know, excitement, to whatever we talk about. <laughs> we, are, we are appreciative. Except of, for B-Seeks. He's always right. He's the expert. Well, I, hey, don't matter. B-Seeks, Top Gun. Hey, don't really matter. We love all of you. And again, we appreciate you guys for fucking with us rocking with us but mm -hmm. it's been a long road yes it's been a lot of shit that came out you know matter of fact let me ask you how many rants have we been on since that initial run just guesstimate uh how many rants we've we been on how many rants um many i would say i would say maybe 52 52 rants mm -hmm. out of 318 Mm-hmm. Well, here's 53. <laughs> Number fucking 53. <laughs> I'm listening. What you got? E, when, you know... Shit. We, we, we try to be fair. As much as we try, E, you know, sometimes, you know, shit just, shit just seems off. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you ever watch something... And you get the feeling that something's off, like something's just not quite fucking right. Yeah, yeah. But you, you know, you try to hold it in, but you can't hold it in much longer. You're right. You're right. I don't mean to let the suspense build for everyone, but you know, you know, you know, I'm, you know, Titans and DC. I've been saying fuck DC for a long time, except for, except for Man of Steel. We always gave props to the animation because DC rules when it comes to the animation. I think me and you both can agree on that. 
Yeah, of course, of course, of course. course. Outside of that E and Man of Steel, DC has been fucking trash. It's been trash. It Mm -hmm. has delivered on expectations. And Titans, Titans just is the prime example of what a trash product is (laughs) in the fucking universe. I I can't explain this shit. I can't explain it. I can't. E, Titans, I always thought Titans was a joke. I remember first seeing the fucking for the first season, the fucking, you know, the castings and the mm-hmm. screenshots. And E, I thought to myself, this shit will not work. It's going to fucking fail. Now uh-huh. it's been on for two seasons. The third season just dropped what last night or yesterday or whatever, maybe two days ago. I don't know. Right, like right, right. Now, E, what is the main character that I've been telling you in DC that can probably save this fucking franchise? What what's the main one? Okay, you gotta refresh my memory here because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh... E, I've said this uh, on a few occasions. This person is the main one that can possibly save DC. You mean the Red Hood? The Red Hood. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Mm-hmm. E, you mm-hmm. win the you win the prize. E, you win the prize. Titans, yeah. Titans is trash, but. I got it right. Yes. But, 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 E and I told you, hey, Titans 3 is coming out, season three, and guess what? They're going to introduce the Red Hood. Remember that? I told you that? Remember that? Yep. 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 And E, I was all excited. I'm like, you know what? This show may be trash, but the Red Hood, they're bringing the Red Hood. This might be the saving grace. This Mm -hmm. might be the one thing that saved this whole thing. E, I was... You know, I, I was done texting you and I was watching because the first three episodes are out on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Is it an hour? I, the, no, the first three episodes. Oh, is it an hour? Uh, uh, I want to, yeah, I don't, I want to say no. I could be wrong. I'll just okay. watch it. I'll just watch it. I don't know. Could be 45 minutes, could be half an hour. I don't really know. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Dang, is it that bad? Is it that bad? DC, I think all of you should be fired. The executive, the CEO, the president, the vice president, the admin assistant, the secretary, the janitor. I think all of you should be fired. So, wait, wait, wait. wait. Just, okay. just go. pack up your go. shit, put it in the box, <laughs> throw it in the window. garage, and take your stupid ass home. What's going on? Get out of the business because this is not for you. This it ain't for you. So hold up, hold it's up, not. Hold up. So I no, haven't no. seen it. I haven't seen it yet, right? But I, I asked this question. No, no. Let me finish. Okay, go ahead. And E, since you brought it up, E, don't watch it. Don't watch it. I have to. No, you don't. I have to. No, you don't have to do anything. E, don't <laughs> fucking watch this trash. How in the fuck, E? Jason Todd, a Robin killed by the Joker. Supposedly, he comes back. Red Hood, he's a badass. Got the guns, got the jacket, got the Red Hood. The story, E, the story sells itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sells itself. Hell, the Red Hood animation was fucking dope. It was dope. Very, very, very. The Red Hood is a really dope character for all Mm -hmm. those who don't know. E, I'm watching this shit, and you know, 
First of all, whoever casted the Red Hood, you should be fired. The I gotta boy, see now. The boy looked like he ain't haven't gone through puberty. He, he looks 12 years old. He's <laughs> he looks like he's five foot two, 12, year, 12 years old. Now the hair on him, you know, and no, nothing against him. I'm sure he's a nice kid. I'm sure he is. But as the Red Hood, this is a badass character. You have to have a badass actor playing a badass character. That's strike number one. Right, right. Strike number one. Strike number two. They made Bruce Wayne so fucking pointless in the whole goddamn show. You had Nightwing talking shit to him. You had Barbara Gordon talking shit to him. They're just talking shit to him. And Bruce Wayne is just sitting there quiet. He ain't saying a word. He's just taking all this bullshit. How dare you do this to Jason? It's your fault that Jason's dead. You're a fucking asshole. Oh, my God. And Bruce Wayne is just like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I'm, yeah, you know, passive. You know, you know, you're right. You know, you know what, Nightwing, you're right. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and leave Gotham, and you know what, you be the better Batman. Be a better Batman than me, Nightwing. E, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? So, okay. and then Alfred's dead. Alfred's dead. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So. <clears throat> so hold up. Before we dive deep into it, right? Now, I haven't seen it yet. Now, I'm going to ask this question, though, because you know DC has multiple universes. Multiple. Several. Now, just like the Arrowverse. The Arrowverse is different. And I, and I heard uh, not until recently, Black Lightning is in a universe of its own. They don't even know you know, Oliver Queen. They don't even know who Green Arrow is, other than the Crisis of Infinite Earths. I remember that that miniseries where uh, they did show a glimpse of Titans. Now, could this be just a separate universe, the one that we don't know, that has a different take on the Red Hood, that Alfred is dead? Because in the comics, you know, there there is a series where Alfred is indeed dead. And he, and there is segments where Nightwing, Tim Drake, you know, uh, Damien, Barbara, all said this same shit to Bruce. And Bruce had just sat there and took it because internally he knows this shit, but he can't break. And when he told Dick Grayson to be a better, you know, be the better person than me, he meant that shit. Because honestly and truly, Batman as a character is probably like the, one of the most unfeeling you know, logical characters you can come across, but he doesn't have a life. You know, he got engaged with Selena. That got that got messed up. You know, they, he was in, involved in the Joker Wars. You know, anybody that was around him either got paralyzed or quote unquote killed. Like Bruce been through a lot of shit, man. A lot of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he has yet to break mentally. Yet to do it. So this may be this right here is just a different universe. Like when it first came out, right? When Titans first came out, a lot of people was like, oh, say, this ain't the Titans that I know and the Titans that we know were on the original cartoon and people shitted on Teen Titans Go. I Guilty, guilty, you know, guilty. And then I started watching Teen Titans Go. I'm like, shit, this, this thing is funny as hell. And it's got adult humor in it too that people don't pick up on normally. And in its own right, it's good. 
So can we say that Titans is just in a different universe? Because it's not in the Arrowverse. It's not in the Titans universe that we know. It's just it's just its own separate entity. Can that be true? He, I, he, I respect your take, and I respect your perspective. Everything you said is correct. Mm-hmm. Everything you said is right. And to be seats, be seats. It ain't that I dislike a lot of stuff. It's just you know some things. You know. I don't really vibe with some things I do. So to be seats, you know, it 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 it's my opinion, it's my take. I'm not perfect, you know what I'm saying? But you know, the Red Hood is probably my favorite character. If gotcha. I if I had to put money on it, I would definitely say the Red Hood is my favorite character. Because mm-hmm. again, his storyline, it sells itself. You have a, a former Robin someone who's trained under the tutelage of Bruce Wayne. He becomes a villain. Now he's going against Batman. Thought to be dead by the Joker. The story, again, it sells itself. It sells itself. You really couldn't tell it any, any better than that. You can't. I mean, you you yeah, you really can't. But, you know, he, whether it's in a different universe or whether it's, you know, from the comic backstory, he, I really don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't. The shit is trash. I didn't like what I saw. I don't know who's writing this stuff. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't. Is it is it as gritty as the second season, or did it water down a little bit? Because oh, I, I've seen oh, season there, one there, and two been there, advertised on TNT. There's, so I still, there's still cussing up a storm. Fuck you, Bruce. Fuck you, Bruce. Bruce, you're a fucking fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Motherfuck. Shit. Damn. God damn it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, E, you have that. You have that. It's all dark and shit, you know, crime fighting, you know, martial arts, all the good stuff. Yeah, it's all there, E. It's all there. The great. The great. Fuck you, Bruce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know, but E, I don't, I don't. <sighs> I'm, I'm gonna have to check this out, man, because um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check this out. Um, matter of fact, uh, one of our guest writers, she's actually gonna be writing about Titans and her take on it, you know, in the September edition of Orange Phoenix magazine. And trust me when I say this, I went over the list of stuff that we're gonna talk about in September issue, and it's a list just as thick as August edition. And I'm saying it's plus more. I'm telling you right now. So if you go to Patreon.com, if you have missed the August edition, it ain't too late because it's still there all month long. So go to Patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Thanos Rick's Ranks. No, 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 E. No, no. It's not done. To the death writer of Titan, hey, I hope you have a more positive review on it than I do. All I know is... I think they really, really fucked this up, and this is why Marvel will continue to win. I, I'll then, tell you this. And then, I'll tell you this. And then they kill off Hank Hawk. He was useless. I hated him. And that was a spoiler, too, by the way. But yeah, that, but I hated why him. even have him on the show then, E? He was on there for, she was on there for two seasons. You were he was on off going with the Wonder Twins, like I've been promoting. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you was going to go to the Wonder they're Twins. They're fucking useless, too. But you know what? Hey, 
it is what it is. <laughs> I told you, I told you it was. <laughs> e, <laughs> I told you e, the Wonder e, Twins. E, I knew it was coming. E, I knew it was going to come. Let me tell you what happened, e. No, no, no. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say no, it. I have some to people, no, no, no. Some people haven't seen Tights, including myself. Some people haven't seen it. E, I really so, want to. I, I really want to tell. No, you. I no, really want to tell you the scene. E, I really want to tell you the scene. That no, just. <laughs> I don't know. No, tell me off air. I know just you tell got, me off air. I know you all think I'm crazy. BCs, listen, I'm not crazy, but I really want to tell you what the fuck, how Hawk died. It's so fucking crazy. It really is ridiculous. Just tell me off air. Just tell me off. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact. Let me see. Uh, Tuesday. Tell me Tuesday. Tell us Tuesday because that gives me time to watch it. B seats E, listen to me. I really want to tell you guys how he died. Oh, what's that? B C said he knows his dad, so yeah, go he's ahead. Dead. <laughs> he's dead. So Jason Todd, you know, he he's he's doing his thing or whatever. Well, just fast forward to how he died. Killing and all this shit. He ends up, you know, him and Nightwing go at it. Nightwing, oh my God, Jason, you're alive. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Everyone's talking shit about, about Jason. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, Beast Boy, Hawk, everyone's talking. Man, Jason was such a bad kid. If he just would have listened and learned, he probably would have not got himself killed and blase, blase. Okay, okay, got it. Got it. So after all this shit goes down, Nightwing and Jason fight or whatever, Jason Todd ends up calling, you know, Hawk. Hey, uh, Hawk, you know, I don't know what's wrong with me, man. You know, I'm going crazy. I don't know what to do. Can you please help me? E, if a motherfucker who attacked you or anyone in your squad calls you crying, saying he don't know what to do, what is your first thought? Wait, what? He called Hawk crying. You know, he's he's in a corner somewhere shivering and, Hawk, I don't, I don't know what to do, man. I'm just so... And Hawk is saying, well, well, hey, man, you can talk to me. Let's talk about it. Jason says, well, hey, are you are you by yourself? Are you alone? E, what does that mean to you? Oh, that's a red flag. That's a fucking red flag, right? What does Hawk do? You know, well, hey, man, let's 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 meet up somewhere so we can talk. Really? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Well, hold up. Now, let me backtrack for a second. Um, I won't really say that's a red flag, considering the fact that he's been with Jason last season. So. That's not as far-fetched as it seems because Jason is a loner anyway. So he just, like in season two, he just kind of ingratiated himself into, you know, the Titans team slowly but surely. But by the end of season two, he was kind of like with the team. So at that point, I can understand why Hawk did what he, you know, went the way he, he went. You but know what e, I'm saying? But E, would you meet up with him by yourself alone? Would you do that? I mean, honestly, yeah, considering the relationship okay. from the last okay. season. Let me finish. I'll finish the story. So Hawk takes a cab, a, a goddamn taxi cab to wherever the fuck he's at. Uh -huh. Jason, Jason Todd calls him back. Hey, man, where are you at? Hawk says, hey, man, I'm here. Where are you at? Jason says, well, hey, man, destroy your phone. Hawk oh, says, red flag. Destroy That's my red phone. Flag. So Hawk destroys his phone. You know what I'm saying? He goes to where Jason Todd tells him to go. They're in some fucking warehouse. Hey, Jason says, you know, Jason's somewhere in the warehouse or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Jason says, hey, man, are you are you wired? Hawk says, no, I'm not wired. Jason says, well, hey, take off all your clothes to make sure that you're not wired. Red flag number two. Hawk takes off all his clothes. The guy's damn near naked. 
And he just, hey, Jason, okay, I'm not wired, man. I'm not wired. Jason says, all right, man, well, come meet me over here with no fucking clothes on. Meet me over here. <laughs> Hawk walks over there. Hey, Jason, where you at? Jason Todd jumps him from behind and st- he, I don't know if he stabbed his neck or, but Hawk's unconscious. Ah. Uh. He's unconscious. <laughs> cut, to, cut to the next scene. Now, Bruce Wayne already left. He's gone. Hey, Nightwing, be a better, be a better Batman than me. So Bruce Wayne just disappears. No one know where the fuck he's at. He, he just fucking leaves. So the Titans are just all up in his house, chilling, you know, on his bed, on his computer, drinking his, his vodka. You know, they chilling. You know, they chilling. Hawk walks in. Hey, guys, it's me. What the fuck, Hawk? Where you been? <laughs> where you been? Where you been, Hawk? And then Hawk drops to his knees. All of a sudden, there's like a bomb or some shit attached to, to Hawk's chest. Jason Todd put a bomb on his chest. I don't know if it was, you know, was surgery or if it was strapped. I don't fucking remember, but it's on his chest. So now Hawk has a bomb strapped to his chest. So, so, okay. So basically, fast forward, he blew up. Let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. So, you know, a little fast forward. All of a sudden, we got to find Jason so we can get the bomb off or whatever, whatever. Dove, his lady, which I guess they had some type of fight or whatever, but they ended up making up in this one. You know, they're all love and kissing and stuff. Oh, my God, I love you. I missed you. I was so stupid. I want to be together forever. Okay. 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 We get it. We get it. You know, now Dove has to figure out a way to save her boyfriend or whatever the fuck he is to her. Okay. He meets up with Jason. Hey. Hey, you, I got the, the detonator. No. What, what did Jason say? Jason said it was like, well, nah, you had the detonator or some shit or whatever. But come to find out, it was Jason who, who had the detonator, you know, all along. He blows the shit up. You know what I'm saying? Superboy was trying to make something or build something to, you know, I guess help with the bomb or, you know, try to get the bomb off. Superboy rushes to his room because he had Hawk all laid out and, and all in Bruce's bed chilling. You know what I'm saying? He chilling. You know, he rushes to the room. Jason, you know, presses the button. Hawk blows up. End of the fucking episode. What? I, I, <laughs> uh, bro, what Why? did I say before season three started? Well, I said it off air too. And I was like, eh, Hawk and Dove, yeah, whatever. Well, Hawk, yeah, whatever. I didn't like her from the jump street, to be honest with you. She's not a, it's not a loss for me. And you know what's funny though? I, you know what's funny? You did this rant all around the world to get to one thing the goddamn Wonder Twins. Uh, and I picked up on that. You should have picked the Wonder Twins. You should have picked the Wonder yeah. Twins. And is this really? They should have really, picked the Wonder Twins. It's it, a hawk and dove. Okay, so so are you saying this because you're upset that the Wonder Twins is not on Titans? That they I, should be? I don't give a shit. I don't. <laughs> all I know is, all I know is, it was pointless. There was no reason for this. <sighs> you're, you're right. I agree with you. Hawk was pointless. So why even have it in the first place? Why? I, well, okay. Why? Hawk, to be honest with you, Hawk and Dove, uh, I don't like the characters, you know, honestly. You know, they don't, don't, really, eh, don't really resonate with me. I understand why they put Hawk and Dove in there because they're obscure and they're not they're not ever at the forefront. Last time you've seen them on TV uh, was on Justice League Unlimited, episode two. 
uh, no, it's episode two. I think it's episode two. And I think maybe a cameo or two in another Bruce Tim cartoon. But I understand why they did it that way. I, I get it. I get it. So, so you're, um, I mean, as far as Hawk goes, I, I said those two red flags. But on the flip end, I understand why things are the way they are. Jason Tobin trained by Bruce Wayne. So has Dick Grayson. So when it comes to trackers and stuff like that on your person, that's not that's not unusual for them. And it shouldn't be unusual to us. So when he said, look, take off all your clothes because you might be tracked, you know, break your phone, whatever the case may be, because there have been instances in season two where someone has been tracked. Matter of fact, I think Jason Todd had a tracking device in his skin that he didn't know about that Batman put in. him. So like, okay. so at that point, I understand that wholeheartedly why he said the things he said. And I understand why Hawk, you know, don't see anything unusual about it because of who he's dealing with. So it, that's not far fetched, though. It's, it's really not. Now that, I, now that I really think about it. Who's the who probably the most paranoid but logical person in in DC? Batman. Who he trains? Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, Jason Todd, Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne got trained twice by Bruce and his granddad. So he's a he's a jack of all trades. If anybody's gonna be a better Batman than Batman, it's definitely gonna be Damian. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And honestly, I'm with BC stuff because at first I didn't like Titans when I first watched it. But I think the turning point for me was the Doom Patrol episode. And for some reason, my light bulb went off and I couldn't stop watching it. I don't know what it was about that Doom Patrol episode, but it just it really grabbed my attention. That was a turning point for me. And I was like, man, I can't wait for season three to drop. We'll see, man. I gotta watch the first three, three, uh, the first three episodes, and <clears throat> and give my interest, give my take on it, and see where we at. But ladies and gentlemen, this is Thanos Rick's rants, everybody. You know, it's few and far between, but when it happens, when it happens, it's very entertaining. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm just glad you and BC's like Titans. I do. I'm glad somebody does. Somebody has to. Somebody has to. So, you know, you guys watch it. Let me know. Let me know what you think. And then we'll carry on. We'll carry on. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Now, uh, we got a little bit of news here as far as. <clears throat> as far as uh, Marvel is concerned, and that is Venom 2. Now, Let There Be Carnage, as you already know, oh, has been man. delayed again. Now, the Venom sequel will now be released on October 15th, a couple weeks after its planned September 24th release date. Not so far much of the delay. I don't think it was like a year or anything like that, but, you know, they upped it ain't it, a little bit. According to Variety, Venom 2 has been delayed because Hollywood is once again grappling with the pandemic as a Delta variant surge sweeps the country. Despite movie theaters opening again and moviegoers are once more watching the new film releases at the cinema, the rise in COVID-19 cases could halt this trend leading to possible film delays. Now, 
This is not the first time Venom 2 has been delayed. The sequel star Tom Hardy, the semi-possessed journalist, was originally due out June 25th. So this thing was supposed to be out this summer, um, honestly. But it got moved to September 17th, then in September 24th, and now it's in October. Um, Venom 2 will pick off where the first film left off. Um, Hardy will reprise his role as Eddie Brock, journalist who comes in contact with Venom Symbiote. The sequel will fulfill the, prim the premise teased by Stinger, uh, by the Stinger when Brock and Venom face off against Carnage, played by Woody Harris, actor and mocap pioneer Andy Serkis is directing the sequel and taking over from Ruben Fleischer, who directed the first movie. So just an FYI, uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage is, uh, yeah. Delayed again, but only, <laughs> but only, only for a few weeks. Though. And Top Gun says you have, we have total carnage all morning. Rob brought the heat. Yeah, yeah, he was ready. He said, "Be ready." Before the show started, Thanos Drake said, "Be ready." I'm coming in hot. I said, "I'm coming in equally as hot, man. Equally as hot." I mean, Venom, Venom. It's unfortunate. I mean, I, at first, I really didn't see the point of a Venom movie, but after I watched it. I thought it was good. I was, I was, I was surprised, you know. So, yeah. Venom two being delayed, you know, again, it's unfortunate. But you know, with COVID, and this is, you know, Hollywood wide, from the movie studios to the TV studio, you know, everything's getting delayed, and people are trying to work around, you know, production. And you know, but this is where we're at, so it's not mm -hmm. surprising, you know. I mean, we have to wait. Yeah, we have to wait. You know, I, I think it will be good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm with it. I'm with it, man. It's, 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 you know, Carnage. I, I feel like... How do you feel about Carnage? I feel like what's going to happen, or at least what I want to happen, is maximum Carnage storyline. Okay. Because I think Shriek is in this one, too. Is he? I think she, yeah, I think she's in this. Um, Woody Harrison has range, and I'm interested on his take on Cletus Cassidy, on how they incorporate Carnage in this, because I feel like this is going to be like a Spider-Man type buildup, and with Morbius, you know, coming out, I'm not sure what what's the date on that, but on the trailer, you sh it showed the Vulture. You know, just you know, talking to him like in passing. So at that point, it kind of alludes to the fact that it might be a Sinister Six thing going on. So is is Tom Holland Spider-Man canon with Venom? Yes. I, I would say so. I would say so. Mainly because um, that one little snippet that they said in the first movie, like you came from New York to get away to come to San Francisco. Right. You know what I'm saying? I did pick up on that when Eddie was talking to his, you know, his now ex-girlfriend. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. We, we good on that. So yeah, it is it is a good tie-in. Um, it's easily, uh, it's easy that you can ingratiate Venom in the MCU because he was on the opposite end of the country. So there's that. But I don't think they ever clarified that he was MCU. Tom Holland canon. I don't think they ever clarified that. No, nah, they didn't. They never clarified that. Um, I mean, the only thing they did was just made that little teaser that he came from New York. I mean, from my understanding, Venom, Morbius, those are 
separate or they're being promoted separately from anything MCU related. That's they how, are. That's how it seems to come off to me, which I'm like, okay, you know, Sony, Sony owns these properties. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. But that just leads to, to more questions. You know, I mean, are we going to see a Spider-Man eventually? Because, I mean, it's cool having Venom and Carnage, you know, doing their own thing. But at the end of the day, they're still tied to Spider-Man. So here's the thing. I don't know how we can continue with the you know the Venom, the Carnage, the Morbius, Blase, Blase, without a Spider-Man. I don't understand that personally. Right. Here's the thing. If I was Sony, I wouldn't say shit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't leak anything. I would be total hush hush if Tom Holland shows up on set. Make sure there's no cameras around at all. Like make like except for the filming stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, do the best I can to keep that hush hush. So when that movie comes out, don't even put it in the trailer. Whenever the movie comes out and you see Spider-Man come through, it's like a shot. And at that point, you got more, more eyes on the product. Just like wrestling, man. Because, I mean, honestly, I don't take joy in sometimes putting out information that I already know what's going to happen. Who's going to face who at this event? Or whatever, unless I get asked the question, but that's why I didn't really speak much on CM Punk or Daniel Bryan or whatever the case may be, because A, those rumors, and B, even if I knew they were showing up or they signed, still not gonna say anything. But well, well I mean, with, it's, a, it's with, a shot factor. But I mean, with regards to wrestling, you know, we've watched a lot of wrestling, and I'm sure Max would agree. You know, a lot of it is pretty predictable. Like we can pretty much guess and assume what's gonna happen next. Ah. Outside of who's coming in, rumors, you know, that, you know, that's, I, I think that's outside of the circle. But I with, feel like this. But we can guess it, what WWE is doing, but we can't really guess what AEW is doing. Not, at least not now. At least not right now. But that's neither here or there. But, uh, like, as far as Venom goes, yes, you are absolutely correct. You can't have Venom and no Spider-Man. You can't do that because we're going to keep asking the question. My gripe was, because I'm a, I'm a little bit of perfectionist when it comes to Spider-Man, especially Venom. Can you please put the iconic white spider on his outfit? Is that too much to ask? Can, can you give him the emblem? Because I, I, I like the emblem. And let him shoot out some webbing. They'll give me those two things, and I'll be completely satisfied. Completely satisfied. With I, don't know, I don't know about the webbing party. I don't know. I, how, I'm not sure how that, that would make sense. It, given given what we've seen thus far, I don't know how webbing would make sense. Got you. I, I, I feel you on that. To this venom, you know, the, yeah, the the white emblem. Eh. I want it, man. You can't have venom without that emblem, man. Well, what what's the thing that what's the first thing that you see when you see venom? Well, other than teeth and no, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. It's just I don't. This this new take on venom is is complete. Well, I don't want to say completely different, but he—he's different. He—he's—he's he's different than what we're normally used to when it comes to Venom. Right. Now, Carnage, their take on Carnage—that remains to be seen. But Carnage, I would say, is more similar <coughs> to this Venom, story-wise, comic book-wise, cartoon-wise. Like Carnage will be. I think truthful to to its source. 
I don't think this Venom has been very truthful to the source. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad take. You know, it's it's unique. And yeah. and again, the movie is good. It's not bad. I mean, I thought it was a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. what's my man who uh plays um plays Brock? Uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Great, great choice. Great choice. At first, I didn't really see it, but seeing him in the role and acting, okay, you know, I, I I warmed up to it. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's we'll see what Sony does. Um, again, Venom two delayed. It's, it's unfortunate, but I think it's gonna be worth the wait. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna check it out. <clears throat> as always, you're gonna give our our take on Venom as well, and also in other uh, Marvel news here, uh, we. Marvel Shang-Chi. According to Disney CEO Bob Chappick confirms Marvel Studios Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings will release only in theaters on <laughs> September 3rd. Interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. <laughs> the second movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is set to introduce Simu Liu as the titular hero, Shang-Chi, as has been confirmed by the film's title and tease and Shang-Chi movie trailers, The Ten Rings, are also set to explore after they were forced referenced in Iron Man all the way back in 2008. Shang-Chi will also prominently introduce the Marvel comic villain, the Mandarin, after the character name was used in Iron Man 3. Only for it to be revealed, he was merely a figurehead for Aldrich Killian's plans. All that to say that plenty to look forward to. Now, with scheduled to hit theaters on September 3rd, the movie is gearing up for a release. However, there's some speculation about whether Shang-Chi will premiere on Disney Plus for a hybrid theatrical and streaming release. Over the last year, Disney has released some of this film straight to Disney Plus. So, uh, yeah, as was with the case, Marvel Studios Black Widow in July, as COVID cases surge in the US as a result of the Delta variant, many are looking to see how Disney will handle their fall release, particularly Shang-Chi. Well, we already got an answer. It's going to freaking theaters and only theaters. Gee, I wonder how that came about. I think that's absolutely hilarious. I think that is too. And if and if I'm Scarlett Johansson, I am pissed the fuck off. <laughs> and I'm oh pretty and I'm and I'm pretty sure she's pissed the fuck off. I'm, I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah. Because it ain't like COVID has gone away. Now, granted, more people are getting their shots and everything else, but the COVID is still running wild out here. Like, you know, like, you know. With no clothes on. Fucking, fucking Pistol Pete. This is wild. Exactly. <laughs> you know COVID is running around here with no clothes on without a care in the world, man. Without a care in the world. So. Skip it along. I mean, by you reading that E, it, it, it kind of sounds like Disney's still playing it by ear. It sounds like Disney is not exactly 100% sure that it's going to be fully released in theaters. From what you've just read, there yeah. might still be some uncertainty about that. Might be. There might be. I, I mean, only time will tell. But according to the CEO, yeah, that's only going to be in theaters. Um, uh, unless something changes between now and September 3rd, because, I mean, we only got a, a couple weeks left in August, to be honest. And, you know, September 3rd is fastly approaching. So if they made the decision now that it's only going to be in theater, I think they're going to stick to the plan. And you are right. If, if I was Scarlet, I, I would be a little livid, beside myself, bewildered, if you will, flabbergasted. 
Mm-hmm. All those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless there's some silent dealings going on between Disney and Scarlet, that if if you don't hear anything else about this situation in in the next week or so, then they came to an agreement at some point where things is kind of smooth over. Because I have yet to confirm that they cut ties with Scarlett Johansson. I haven't seen any like legit news reports on that. I don't think people realize how big of an issue Scarlett's lawsuit is. Like this is a big issue. Yeah, yeah. Because we've already speculated before in the past about everything going digital, movie theaters going away. I mean, E, you made it quite clear that you love going to the theater. You prefer the theater. I, t- I remember telling you, E, I'd rather stay at home and I'll pay the extra money. That's what I would rather do. I don't mind staying home and paying whatever to see a new premiere. To, right, be, honest, right. to be honest, I still believe theaters might go away. Maybe not now, maybe not a year from now, five years, but I think at some point theaters will go away. I don't think they ever will, honestly. Because it is, I think, with the pandemic being what it was, um, like last year, you start to value certain things that you've been missing out on in the past year and a half. You know, you miss going to theaters, you miss hanging out with your friends, and you know, going bowling and stuff like that. So, there's a lot of things that that adds value to itself when you don't do it normally. Yeah, e. you know that the, the theaters was like the main thing, like what you used to do on Friday and Saturday nights, like as a teenager and stuff like that. Go to the movies, um, hang out at a burger joint afterwards, talk about the movie. You know, I mean, just typical teenager stuff. So I think, honestly, even with streaming services and stuff like that, yeah, they are capitalizing on stuff. But like with certain streaming services, the budget is getting a little bigger, but it's not as big. I I say as like a uh, theatric release, if, if that makes sense. I mean, it's something about just going to IMAX or RPX or sitting in a recliner at the cannery in Vegas with your beer and your popcorn and your fruit snacks and re- hitting a recliner and looking at the big screen. Not everybody got home theater system. So. E, I think you're living in the past, man. I mean, it ain't blockbuster. I say it like that. Everything the theaters can- ain't blockbuster. Everything you've mentioned is like you're living in the past. And I'm not saying it'll happen now, but I do believe somewhere down the line in the future, these theaters will go away. And well, I don't want to say go away, but there will be a transition. I will I will say that, you know, it's just that's just that's just the way it is, bro. This this is, you know, I remember having, you know, again, Blockbuster and Hollywood video, you know, buying those those VHS tapes put them in the VCR and then here came the DVDs and here came the Blu-rays and this, that, and the third. Now it's all, you know, everything is all digital now. I mean, things will change that. That's just, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, these, these cars, these vehicles, everything is going electric. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want it. I don't want it. At some point, things will be electric. You know what I'm saying? At some point, maybe not now, but, you know, after that release of that climate report, you know, now people are like, OK, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? So there might be even a, there's probably a bigger push now to get away from oil and just go electric. So, I'll tell you, well, I can't you can't normally say that because think about it. like what do jets use? What do helicopters use? 
I hear you. I hear you. They need that. I hear you. you. Know what I'm I hear you, but you know, us humans, e, we, we, we figure it out. True, but I, I'm gonna say it. like this: like <laughs> if you depend to- solely on electric stuff, what can destroy electricity? EMPs. You don't want that in your life. You don't want that. You don't want that. I mean, I can I, I can understand the hybrid. Now I will say this: here's a prime example. There is a black-owned movie theater here in Columbia, South Carolina, called Spotlight Cinemas. Yes, yes. Okay. In my mind, in my mind, I thought that it was going to go out of business because simply the pandemic. Right. Because of that. A couple weeks ago, week and a half ago, I drove by there, and what is open? Spotlight Cinemas, and people were still walking in. The theaters ain't going nowhere. I don't think it's not going anywhere. And I'm talking like the same numbers it had before the pandemic. I'm not talking about now. I know know not now, but I'm I'm just saying in general. I'm not saying now. I'm not saying a year from now. I'm not saying five years from now. But I do believe at some point this shit will transition. See, if it does, I don't think I can hold Queen's Ransom down because she loves nachos and she loves popcorn at movie theater. I'm going to tell you right now, there will be chaos in the goddamn streets. Well, there will be mushroom clowns Well, everywhere. guess what, E? Guess what you'll be doing, E? You'll be making nachos and giving her all that stuff in the com- of your own home with her right there. I can't make nachos <laughs> like this, man. You trying to risk death on me? No. Queen, <laughs> Queen will watch you make those nachos for her <laughs> while you, you prepare for this movie. <laughs> I, I really don't think... Like, it, 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 like, the market is too big. At this point, I mean, I understand what you're saying, like as far as how things are progressing in the future and how things are going. But there is contrary to popular belief or contrary to what the news may say or whatever. There are a significant number of people that don't like electric cars or don't like that rather have a gas operated vehicle. And there's some people that prefer a nice percentage of people that prefer to go to movie theaters, i.e. staying in the house all day. Prime example of the pandemic. We've been in the house for a year and a half. Why need to stay there longer for to look at movies? I know some people have transitioned as far as like church services and stuff that they gotten used to, like going to service virtually at home while they're still still doing things so they can get their get the worship in, and at the same time while they're doing stuff and listening because you know, you know, not not to be you know be religious, but you know it's been said the church is in your heart. You catch what I'm saying? So. I get that. But as far as like movie theaters and stuff like that, there's still a significant number of people. I'm with namely you. kids. I'm with children, you. Children. Teenagers. With you. Not us. Teenagers. Yeah. That still like when I go to movie theaters, who's in front of me? What's that long line in front of me? Teenagers. Well, I order mm-hmm. online now. And I just walk right in. I'm know, with you. Look at the peasants. But anyway. Um, the peasants. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We all do, we all order online, but hey, Brett uh, BC says I love Spotlight. It's awesome. It is it is Spotlight is hey, especially hey. with the competition of AMC movie theater and Regal um, Cinema and Sand Hills. Honestly, Spotlight is awesome. Um, the matter of fact, the theater food is cheap and it's good. Hey, you man. ain't spending fifty thousand dollars on a on a freaking. A bucket of popcorn and raisinette. You you ain't got to do that. You could just hey, e, 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 I'm with you. 
I'm with you. And Queen, I hear you. You need your theater popcorn and nachos. Well, guess what, Queen? E will have them right out. <laughs> give, give E 10 minutes. He'll have them right out. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. E, get, e, get to work. <laughs> She's waiting for you. <laughs> This is hilarious, man. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is probably the most outrageous show today. I mean, this is probably today. Today. Decency, I just applied for a large uh, Canadian amusement company that specializes in arcade games in movie theaters. They're confident that theaters are going to thrive. I mean, yeah. I just, you know what I miss? I miss Aladdin's Castle. You remember that? See, you, you guys. <sighs> I miss Aladdin's Castle, man, and I understand why Aladdin, you know, arcades, you know, going up this. I understand that. Trust me, I do, I do, I do. I get it. Um, there was I one did. in Dust Square. You are correct. There was one in Dust Square. Um, Dust Square Mall. Loved it. But you I hear, know, I hear you guys, man. You know, B seats, E Queen, all of you. You know, I miss the old days too. I do. I miss the good old days too. But you know, got to move with the times, man. You gotta move with the times. I mean, I remember having to wait in line to buy movie tickets. Hell, e, I can go on Fandango. I can buy my tickets online. I can choose my seat. It's really, really convenient. <laughs> you know, wait, not waiting them long ass lines for a goddamn ticket, and then and then the shit be sold out. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it, it's just I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's let's yeah. just. Let's just enjoy wild last, I guess. Let's just enjoy wild last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I miss I miss arcades, man. But you know what? I, when I was in Korea back in 2016, my best time was when I went to Suwon, and I love riding the train. I, I love riding the train in Korea. I, I loved it. That's why um, I really do want to revisit. You know, want to go there and Japan. But when I found that arcade in Suwon, Korea, uh, my eyes lit up, bro. I all I had, well, I all I had wasn't just twenty bucks, but I had twenty bucks in my pocket. I guarantee you, twenty bucks lasts me all goddamn day, all day long. I bet it and, and I sat down with the Koreans and some of my coworkers, and there was stools because you know how arcades are. I think I still got pictures and stuff, right? And I was playing Street Fighter, SNK games. I was playing a basketball game. And I broke the record like on a basketball game, right? Um, and then uh, some of the locals was like at the window. It, it, it reminded me of the 80s, of the 90s and the 80s, right? You know how you look at somebody from the outside, like peeking in through the window, looking at somebody like be great. Like they were literally looking at me through the window, like as I was draining shots. And I heard one of them say, Le <laughs> one of them say Kobe or LeBron James or something like that. And I, and I just chuckled a little bit. And I was like, it just it just had that nostalgic feeling. And I, I missed that. I missed that. Now, there's one arcade BCs I do know about, and that is Firefly. I know they got a little arcade in the back. I do know that. But, um, but yeah, so moving on, Hill. So um, sh the star of Marvel's What If, Jeffrey Wright, the voice of The Watcher, he teases that his character, the Watcher, may actually get involved in the events that take place 
in the MCU. So uh, what does that mean? The Watcher, that he may get involved. Maybe because of the multiverse spreading out. And of course, you know, you remember what I said about Dr. Strange. I got to fix everybody's shit. But this is what if, right? This, this is what if, yeah. So is he saying that what if is canon? I think this is what it's exactly what he's saying. Okay. It will only make sense though, because what happened at the end of Loki? The multiverse just spread out in different freaking directions. Like, what is um what is the what is Marvel what if? Different multiverses, right? Different universes, different takes on what happens about choices or whatever. I mean, honestly, it's a perfect segue into that. Well then I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it would make teetotal sense. It would make awesome sense. But um, now it's a series that follows the Watcher as he guides viewers through a vast multiverse of the MCU. He serves as a character that is very similar to Rod Sterling's role in the Twilight Zone and will have many different takes on previous MCU stories with the first episode shown Peggy Carter being the first super soldier. And there will uh, be other exciting stories explored, such as T'Challa, voiced by the one and only Chadwick Boseman, becoming Star-Lord instead of Peter Quill and members of the Avengers turning into zombies. Right. They, now, the cast is stacked with many returning actors like Chris Hemsworth, Samuel L. Jackson, Tom Hiddleston, Cara Gillian, Natalie Portman, and Josh Brolin, as you already know, as uh, Thanos. So, this ain't the first time we've seen the Watcher in an MCU film. He appeared in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Right. This is true. This is true. With Stan Lee, but you know. Yes. It was, it was three of them. So that there's that. I'm all I'm all for it. I'm all I'm all for it. I mean I I'm already signed up for it. You know what I mean? You don't have to you don't even gotta sell me hard for it. Because I'm already there. Now the other thing is uh we're talking about DC at this point. Harley Quinn. Now it says, according to Screen Rat, with the return of Harley Quinn and James Gunn's Suicide Squad, shows how Harley Quinn is one of the characters that have evolved the most in the DCEU since her debut in David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Now, while many know her as a Joker's iconic partner in crime, the DCEU has made it clear that Harley is much more than that. After the first Task Force X film, um, she obviously been in Birds of Prey began a new chapter in Harley's life. Seeing her develop independence, begin to exist outside of Joker's shadow. Now, the Suicide Squad proves that Harley has come a long way since her transformation from psychiatrist Harleen Quinzel and the queen of Gotham City's underworld to a fully self-sufficient anti-hero who's able to form strong relationships and cut off those who affect her negatively, i.e. shoot them. So um, while David A. Suicide Squad was not looked upon favorably, Robbie's portrayal of the beloved villainess was still usually well received. Now, when Harley first came on the scene, she was similar to the version of the character when she was first introduced uh, in the Batman cartoons, but a character whose larger personal, personal art was still attached to Jared Leto's joke. Now, to go, going forward, um, despite how Suicide Squad ended, Harley Quinn's emancipation became a key theme, which was set after her all-screen breakup with the clown Prince of Crime. Now, as with the new independence, naturally came a huge evolution in the character, obviously, because she became more of a heroic type of character. Harley struck up a friendly alliance with other anti-heroes such as Black Canary and Huntress, 
who, unlike most of Harley's acquaintances up to that point, weren't willing to attack her as soon as they had a chance. So, honestly, I, I do notice the evolution of Harley. Did you notice that? Like, from the first Suicide Squad up to the new one? I mean, E, to be honest, I don't... I mean, it's obvious. You know, I mean, Har you know, Harley Quinn, Margaret Robbie, she's probably one of the few, if not the only one, that the DC... EU has had a large focus on. I mean, all the other characters, actors, or whomever, they've kind of just been there. But, you know, it's obvious that Harley Quinn, this character has been the one where you can clearly see from movie to movie to movie that she is doing her thing and she's in these situations and she's going through, you know, like you said, her break up with the Joker and Birds of Prey. Like, she's you know, it's clear that she's evolving, but that's because the, the movie studio has had a focus on her, on her character for quite some time now. So yeah. this isn't surprising to me, you know, it's, it's not. So, I mean, it sucks now because Margaret Robbie's saying she wants a break from the role. So it kind of sucks the, the, the timing of it all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, yeah. it, 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 it's obvious. It's obvious, Very. And, you know, and it's funny because Harley Quinn, you would never think her character would play such a role in the DC, you know, EU as much she has. It's weird when you think about it at all the characters, Harley Quinn is this, you yeah. know, she has a fan base, people love her, you know, but she's a, well, I guess not anymore. She was a secondary character, but now you can probably say she's a primary now. You probably yeah, she, she's definitely a primary. You probably, you probably can't say that when, for most of her, I guess, career in comics or whatever, she's been second to Joker. She's always been all up under him. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you, you've been seeing her, and I mean, even in comics, animations, whatever, you see a, a, a large or more of a focus on her just doing her own thing away from Joker. Now, why that is, I don't really know. But you know, I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious. So. Well, there's been an uptick in comic book sales, especially for Suicide Squad, mainly because of Harley Quinn. Guilty as charged. That's me. I'm, right. I'm guilty um, of that. Um, I've grown to love Harley in Batman the Animated Series. That was my first introduction. That was a lot of people's introduction to Harley Quinn, honestly, um, and her backstory. She became a very, very intriguing character. And then for her to be on the Suicide Squad as one of the main people, because I, I, I want to say that her and Rick Flagg had a relationship. Okay. I want to say that okay. in, in the comics. But I, I got to go back and check my notes here, uh, you know, check my, my comic book history, if you will. But, I mean, I have a good bit of Suicide Squad comics, like, on my bookshelf. And um, the witch from the first movie, you know, was in a relationship with Killer Croc. So that was, that was a difference. You know what I'm saying? So... I understand Warner Brothers actually got this right because they noticed the popularity with Harley Quinn through that abysmal Su Suicide Squad movie, the first one. Through that, she was a diamond in the rough. She really was. Like her, Will Smith, you know, there was um, even, okay, the people that played Rick Flag, I think the story suffered, not the characters, if that makes sense. The characters was good, but I think the story and the premise of it wasn't good. You know that that make if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, so um, I think that's why there's a lot of popularity with Harley. And I understand why she wants to take a break. I mean, hell, she did three movies as Harley. And I mean, to play Harley Quinn or to put yourself in that mindset, uh, it, it can be exhausting. I mean, when you really think about like a like an actor, like an artist, you know, they really some take their their stuff very, 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 very seriously. Like Chadwick Boseman, like we get on up, like when he did James Brown joint, he literally studied everything. Like he practiced things. He was perfectionist. Harley, you know, Margot Robbie is probably the exact same way because her original accent is not you know, like a northern accent. It's not that. I think she's like British or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. She has a different accent. It's different. But um, so I can understand why that can be exhausting for her and why she may want to play another role just to take a short break from it. Because she may be a pivotal role in, well, they're scrapping the whole Snyderverse. So I don't understand why that, how that's going to, yeah, the, the whole thing in DCEU is confusing. They're scrapping the Snyderverse, but yet you're still doing the Flash. I, I don't understand how they're going to do that. Maybe they're going to remarket some things. I don't know. But Harley is your focal point. It ain't even Superman. It's not even Batman or Wonder Woman. Harley is your focal point. Harley is the person that's getting you money. Kind of like how the Avengers is for the MCU. She is the Avengers for DC. For the DCEU, at least. At least for now. Well, I mean, I mean, e, we we've already talked, man. The DCEU has always been plagued by changes, people getting hired, fired, removed, or you know whatever the case may be. There has never been a clear a clear direction for the DCEU, and you know somebody has to get all this under control. They need their own Kevin Feige. That's really what they need. You know, the you know D, the DCEU, they don't have Marvel's issues where they have to work with other studios to, you know, work with their characters. You know, right. they own all their characters. So I don't understand why it's, it's so hard for DC to get a clear, you know, hold on their own shit. You know, and finally, when you have something good, Harley Quinn, the actress wants to walk away for a little bit. Yeah, take a break. You know what I'm saying? So what? I mean, are you going to continue with John Cena? Is he going to be the new, you know, your, your, your saving grace? I mean, that might be your ticket. That might just, be your ticket. I mean, it's just Alba. I mean, I, I doubt that. You that know, might be your ticket. I, I mean, know. hell, Marvel didn't pick up on Idris or John Cena or Dwayne Johnson, you know, or Margot Robbie. They, they didn't pick up on that. I mean, James Gunn took time off you know, from Disney because of the whole snafu deal or whatever. And he did the Suicide Squad, which prolonged Volume Three of Guardians of the Galaxy, but still, yet yeah, you know, you get you got what you got. So you, I mean, I don't think James Gunn is exclusive to to Disney or Marvel. Um, you got you got that right. So maybe you can bring back James Gunn to to work on the Suicide Squad franchise, like to keep it going. Like, I mean, you got you got something here. Well, he's doing Suicide Squad three, so okay. A- after that, I don't know what James Gunn's future is with with Marvel. I mean, I I have no idea. I have no idea. But Marvel, they they already have their game plan. Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. 
I mean, even even with these lawsuits with Scarlett Joe and all that and the contracts and the money, you know, that's 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 a separate issue. But as far as the direction of the MCU, I think Marvel knows what direction they want to go and where they're going. And right. if need and if need be, they'll pivot, they'll detour, they'll move things around, they'll add, they'll subtract, whatever. You know, they'll be quick about it because they know what they're doing. They know all the best writers, producers, you know, videographers, whatever. Like Marvel has it on lock. DC, I don't, I have no idea what they're doing. You know what I'm Honestly, saying? Honestly, if James Gunn is coming back for Suicide Squad, I mean, the only reason, I think the only reason that Will Smith didn't show up on this one is because he had a conflict, you know, with another project he was working on, which yeah. we will see soon. I think he's doing a new Venus and Serena movie. Like yeah. he's playing the dad. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. That that was a conflict there. But imagine him back in this movie and back in his full splinter as Deadshot. And imagine Idris Elba in there with him. Imagine the witch being back, Killer Croc being back, Harley Quinn being back. You know what I'm saying? There, you can pull so many villains. You know, uh, I think Killer Frost. You know, we you've seen Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. You you've seen it. You've seen um Assault on Arkham. Yeah. So <laughs> the sky's the limit on who you can use and who you can utilize. And I, the one thing I do love about the Suicide Squad movie is that it didn't make the movie about Harley Quinn. Everybody got their shine, whether it was for the whole movie or 30 seconds, <laughs> you know, uh, or, hell, or hell, 10 seconds. Everybody got its shine. You know what I'm saying? Hell, bring back Weasel, because apparently Weasel's alive. But, you know, bring back Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, him. Uh. Bring, back, bring back Weasel. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, I think they have, they really do have something with Suicide Squad, and that, that does take the stink or that, that nasty taste out of our mouths when it comes to bad DC movies. So far, they've been doing, lately, they've been doing all right. They gave us the Snyder Cut Justice League. Finally, they gave us the Suicide Squad. Right now, they looking good. Now you got the, the announcement of the Flash with Michael Keaton has been confirmed that he will be putting on the uh, the cape and cowl again. You know, they can ride this wave. They can they can do something good out of this. Hopefully, hopefully they won't fuck it up. <laughs> Hopefully. But one thing I, I still don't understand, Thanos, is that why won't you just get the writers from the DC animated films and let them write or screenwrite the live action films? Bro, it, it's, they, not, it's not really that. It's, it's the writers. It's the casting. Because I'm like, you have to have good casting, bro. Yeah. You know, contrary to popular belief, casting does matter. Who, what actors you get to play these roles, it does matter. Henry Campbell was a is a great Superman. Easily, easily. He, it it might not get better than that for a while. No, <laughs> you know what nah. I'm saying. I don't think so. I think he set the bar. He, I, I think Henry Campbell set the bar of playing Superman. I mean, Ben Affleck as Batman. Now they got what's my man um, from Twilight. Now he's playing Bruce Wayne. I, I'm not really with that. Well, no. year two. He he's a year two Batman. Yeah, he's not he's not the veteran Batman. He's the one who just got 
into being Batman. That's why the Batmobile looked the way it looks. And that's why he, it's more of a detective movie. That I mean, he's still beating the shit out of people, but yeah. it's more or less a detective movie than anything else. Because I think for a while, for a long time, the world's greatest detective aspect of Batman has not been shown in on the big screen. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I can agree. I can agree. I mean, it's, it's the writing and the casting. It's, you know, directing. You know, who's directing this? You know, like, what's, what's, there's a lot of things that DC needs to really, and I'm not saying be better than Marvel. You know, you should want to be different than Marvel. Don't, don't copy, imitate Marvel all the way because we will see through that a, a mile away. We'll see through it. But, you know, don't, don't be lazy. Don't be, you know, stupid about it either. Like, get it right. Mm-hmm. You, Warner Brothers, you own DC. You own all the characters. There's, there's no, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for all this. No, nah, it, it, it's not. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're. I think the fan base is pissed off because we know the potential that DC has. We know the stories that DC has, and these stories are legendary. It's it. The story literally writes itself. It, it literally does. You can just take it out of the comics, put it on the big screen, and boom, you got yourself an epic DC film. That's it. I mean, you put your own little flair on it, you know, to appeal to people that have never read a comic a day in their life and make them, you know, like the movie, kind of like how Marvel did. And you got your money. It it sells itself. That's all you have to do. I mean, take a page out of the, the writers from the DC animated films. Let them write the story. They know it. You know, do the costume designs. Who would be a perfect person for this? Blah, 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 blah. Daniel Srick is right. Casting means a lot. It means everything, really. Man, you can have perfect casting, horrible story. And you can have a great story and terrible casting. So you got to, it got to run hand in hand. Hey, do that, do the uh, Christian Bell line that I love so much. (laughs) Where is she? <laughs> Where is it? Where's the trigger? <laughs> Bro, like I'm gonna tell you the first time I heard it, I'm like, what? Uh, what? Uh, oh, Bro, I'm gonna tell you right now, the that's one place funny. I would never live is Gotham. I'm just sitting here as a security guard trying to make some extra cash. Batman flies out of nowhere, breaks my goddamn arm and shoulders and legs. Put me in traction because I don't know the joke was inside the building. Bro, I don't know what to tell you, fam. Now I don't have money <laughs> for Christmas and crap. I don't want to be in Gotham. You, you, you out here on the street, you sell a dime bag of weed. Batman comes out of nowhere, bust your shit. <laughs> Man, I'm moving to North Dakota. <laughs> that seems to be the only place with no superheroes. There's nothing. There's, there's no nah. <laughs> Yeah, North Dakota don't bread superheroes. I'm going to tell you that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Man, you out here selling like a dime bag weed because, you know, Batman comes out of nowhere and <laughs> breaks every bone in your body. Like, really, Batman? Really? It's a dime, bro. It's a dime. It's a little weed, man. You serious? Oh, my gosh, man. I- 
<laughs> Can you imagine? Where's the trigger? What trigger, Batman? What, what? trigger? It's what weed, trigger? man. It's weed, the man. Weed. I don't have a trigger. <laughs> like, you hanging me off the side of a building for this? Come on, man. You clean it up the streets. But, <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, man, what a show today. What, what a show today, man. Uh, it was it was great. It was entertaining. Um, I know the listeners, the Geek Corner, enjoyed every bit of it. You know, I, I, I greatly enjoyed it. Hey, um, I have been watching AEW's uh, Elevation lately. Um, I watched AEW Dynamite. I caught up on it last night. Something I saw um, in closing was very disturbing. Like, I saw somebody on Twitter is like, uh, I heard AEW's going out of business soon because Brian Alvarez posted the numbers for uh, this week's Dynamite, and it was 989000 And this is after three straight weeks of over a million. I was like, and it's not Alvarez's fault. Okay, it's just the person that retweeted and saying, I think AEW's going like this. Man, sit your ass down. Like, I don't think people realize Tony Khan has deeper pockets than Vince. He does. And that's fact. I looked at the revenue. I, I looked at the, the network. He has more money. And it's not by a little bit, neither. I'm going to just be honest with you. And is no way, shape, and form that this business that is going on. This is this business is two years old. Two years old. That's it. It's it's only two years old, and you are averaging between nine hundred eighty nine thousand over a million viewers. I mean, E. To be fair, Ted Turner had had deep pockets too. To be Ted fair, Ted Turner had Jane Fonda. I'm just saying. Ted Turner had I, Jane Fonda. You know I'm that. Saying, Ted he, has, went to a, he went to Ted a nasty divorce and had to reallocate his funds and then AOL and Time Warner merged and the rest was history. I hear you. And hear why, you. Would, why would it go out of business and you just expand it to a show on Rampage, Dynamite maybe moving to TBS, which is the bigger network than TNT, contrary to popular belief, and you got AEW Dark Elevation on YouTube that garnishes over 100,000 views per week or whatever the case might be along with the podcast, and Cody Rhodes got his own reality show that drops on September 29th on TNT. Listen. On top of all that, AEW is number one, not three, number one on Wednesday night. Ain't going nowhere. Hey, man, I'm not saying it will, but, you know, e, we, we've seen Stranger Things, and I don't mean the TV show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've seen Stranger Things, but a lot of people think Vince was the one who put Ted Turner out of business. But that's not the case. Ted Turner went through a divorce with Jane Fonda. And he had to reallocate his funds. And it was Time Warner and AOL merger. Well, and the shareholders that did it and put everything out and sold it, undersold WCW for pennies, literally. Well, and Vince bought it. Well, E, when, when Vince did that little rant on Raw, talking about, yeah, I'm the one who bought WCW. Vince didn't say nothing about no Jane Fonda. <laughs> I knew he didn't say nothing about Jane Fonda. And, and, and that's the point. Like, I mean, the winner writes his own story. I feel like that. If, 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 you, if you win something. AOL, this is like, man, I'm, I I bought those motherfuckers. You know, ah, which, is, which is bullshit. Har, har, and we know it. Party har, har. Right. But hey, look, if you're the winner, you can write your own damn story. Yeah, You can write your own story. Nobody is going to dispute any of that and um that's just a little snippet y'all that's a little snippet of tales of the turnbuckle august the 20th y'all august the 20th myself 
Mad with Max, Thanos Rick, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the pro wrestling special, man. It's going to be a triple threat match. Triple I'm threat. I'm ready. Man, I can't wait, man. I, I'm giving myself goosebumps just, just thinking about it. Triple just thinking threat. about it. Triple threat, no DQ, hell in a cell. Hell in a cell, man. All day. All day. We're talking all things pro wrestling. Not just WWE, not just AEW, but, you know, you got Ring of Honor, New Japan, pro wrestling, NWA. You got Empower, which is an all-female NWA pay-per-view hosted by Mickey James. Mm-hmm. So, yes, with the NWA Women's Championship on the line there, and you got women from all over. Um, she was recruiting to be in Empower. So I, I cannot wait to actually check it out. Cause I might actually watch that. <clears throat> so that is the show for us today, man. Look, go to patreon.com forward slash orange Phoenix to subscribe to the magazine. It's only $5 a month. People can't wait to uh, pump out the September edition of Orange Phoenix magazine. Boy, go ahead and read August edition as well. Cause that is chock full of information, thoroughly enjoyable. Go ahead and join our Facebook group page, Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. And I will be streaming again tonight at 7 p.m. And it is the finale, the super return of the Jedi. And, I, and I'm pretty sure it's not as hard as Empire Strike Back. And I'm, probably, I'm damn sure that it won't take nine hours, eight minutes, 44 seconds to conquer. I'm telling you, that game was hard as shit. Like, listen, don't, obviously, you ain't going to watch all nine hours of the stream. Obviously. Just fast forward to Vader. And you you understand. <laughs> Matter of fact, no, it's three main parts of the stream that you got to see. You got to see the snow speeder part, the side scroller snow speeder part, which is stupid, uh, and Vader. Look at that. Look at those two. They have the Vader fight. Just just look at that. And when you think you bought the win. The boss does something totally different. And either it changes forms and you know, and you take a quick breath and you're like, oh shit, I'm not finished. But yeah, this, this the snow speeder uh, stage and the Darth Vader segment. Go check it out. Twitch.tv forward slash Orange Phoenix TV. We'll be playing uh, the finale tonight. Uh, Super Return of the Jedi. And that'll end our Star Wars week. And then the following week, we tackling all things Street Fighter. I had the 30th anniversary edition of Street Fighter. And we're going to start with Street Fighter 1. Oh, God. Yeah, with Sagat cheap Ugh. ass. Ugh. Uh, it's going to be it. It's going to be agony. Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you sure this is the route you want to go? I'm, I'm, I'm positive, man. I'm positive. <laughs> I feel confident. I, I conquered one of the hardest video games on the Super Nintendo last night. Yes, you did, bro. Yes, you I, did. And I, I, I mean, I've beaten Street Fighter 1. I have done that. I've, I've beaten Street Fighter 1. Just know that Sagat is a cheap son of a bitch. Just, just yeah, know that. I just know. be prepared. I know. I know. I already, <laughs> know. I already know. I already know. So now if we beat Street Fighter 1 early, then we'll, jump, we'll immediately jump into Street Fighter 2, which really catapulted Street Fighter franchise to stardom. Yes. And then we'll go from there. Yes. But... Yeah, man, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But yeah, um, be sure to follow us on Orange Phoenix Media. We do have the date for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie night. So go ahead and check that out. Man, I can't wait. And uh, honestly, it's the same week as we're doing the Pro Wrestling Evening Show. So it is August the 18th on Wednesday at 8 p.m. We're watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, all right? So you got anything else for the listeners out there? Hey, go watch, go watch Titans and enjoy. 
Let me know what you think. If I'm wrong, just say, hey, Thanos, you're wrong. I love Titan TV 3. It was great. And I'll say, <laughs> okay. You won't get a peep out of me. No mas. No mas. All right, y'all, man. See y'all tonight at CFB, all right? Peace. Peace.